What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, here she is, Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and licensed realtor with Remax Results. Hello, Miss Mimi. How's it going over there? Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. Also with us, our friend and our fabulous credit contessa from Caliber Home Loans, Miss Shelly Ferris. Hello to you as well. Good morning. I just noticed in my neighborhood today when I was driving here i passed one of those for sale by owner signs oh. and i was just like "Ooh, poor you exactly huh? yeah. that yeah. sounds like an exhausting amount of work especially right now with everything that's going on i'm like why would you what what money are you saving or what money do you think you're saving by doing that yourself well you should just stop and knock on their door and say i'm praying <laughs> for you mm-hmm. <laughs> just so it's you just, know oh it's so much and and i say that as i'm still a layman but i talk to you and Shelly every week and still go, there's no way. There's like, you know, I know enough to be dangerous and to know that I don't want to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I'm licensed. Yes. <laughs> for, for a long time now. Yes. And I don't, you know, I look back at when I had a house before I was licensed and I felt pretty, pretty savvy about mm-hmm. real estate. But what I know now is that I wasn't. Right. And I could have made a massive Massive, many massive mistakes. Indeed. And I've known people that were brave enough to try to, you know, get a book from Barnes and Noble <laughs> and do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, more power to you. Uh-uh. You know, I no don't way. need that kind of stress, that kind of, you know, headache that wow. something could go wrong like, and it was my fault. How right. to... How to- like hold a garage sale maybe but how to sell your house <laughs> right i mean wow. and this was one of those like you know i just thought it was fascinating because i saw i saw one of those um signs where it's like you clearly bought this online or you got it at like the home depot or the lowe's and you to do it that's you know i i, I just was amazed when i saw it especially and and i and part of me was trying to go what would be your motivation to do it yourself so well, can just, we even cover, like, why would you try to do it yourself? I don't even know why. Maybe it's just because I, I, there's certain things I'm just like, this is not my expertise. Why would I try? Well, could be. Let's mm-hmm. just talk it through. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all is money. Okay. Everybody wants to save money. Okay. Even if it's 50 cents. Okay. You know, so that's the first motivation. Right, mm-hmm. Shelly? Oh, yeah. They, they think that they're saving money. That's the thing is. Yep. Because I, I just had one of these come through. So go ahead and tell the things and I'll tell my story. Okay. Well, I mean, money. Yes. Um, so you have to really know what you're doing as far as the paperwork goes, because it looks really easy mm-hmm. from what people see online, on the right. shows, all of that. You open the door, a massive amount of people come. And that's probably true. But, you know, you don't know who's in your house when right. you do that. And you really need to know what you're doing with regard to the Minnesota laws and the paperwork and the contracts and the fair housing violations. And that that right now, I think, would be a real vulnerable spot for a lot of folks. Because even with training, it's easy to make mistakes. Um, you say the wrong word, put the wrong word in print, and you offend the wrong group. And you find yourself, you know, down at the courthouse. Right. And you don't want to do those mistakes. Um, What if your mistake in your purchase agreement, because you used online forms, what if it didn't really protect your rights 
um, what if, you know, so you're selling it for sale by owner to obviously benefit yourself. Right. And there are a lot of things that you could do that maybe wouldn't benefit yourself. You could say a lot of things. A lot. That's a lot of times when you have open houses. Um, there's a lot of people that'll tell you everything you ever wanted to know about them just okay. from a greeting. <laughs> and how you doing? How you been? You know, nice to meet you. Well, you know, I was born in Alabama. <laughs> 1949 you know i got five kids mm-hmm. i've got a hundred thousand dollars saved up in the bank mm-hmm. and i don't have no hurry on when i need to close i do whatever you want mr miss seller um so there's just lots of things that people can say and do inadvertently that shoots himself right in the foot gotcha so i don't know shelly you said you just had a for and sale let's pause one second because shelly i would like you to tell your story but let's do your nmls oh, number and a little then let's do your story. Right. Mm-hmm. okay good so nmls mine three six seven eight two six and the company's is one five six two two my story is mm-hmm. is i had a, a buyer come in he's buying a property in uh wisconsin for sale by owner and um i know and he's like i think i'm getting a really great deal and so we talked about that a little bit more, and I am agreeing with him because mm-hmm. the taxes show that the property should be at least $200,000 more than these people are selling the house for. Is it a relative? It isn't. Okay. Oh. So see, sellers, that is the thing. It is. All these private deals. I mean, I've seen several of them up at Lake Lakes this year. Okay. Where somebody knocks on your door, and they say they'll give you this, that, or the other thing. And instead of, everybody thinks selling your house getting it ready for market is the is like the end of the world. Right. Um, it isn't. Okay. With assistance, it is not. Um, but is that, is that little bit of, uh, you know, hassle, is that worth a right. couple hundred thousand dollars? Honestly, honestly Especially, absolutely. you know, like I hear people talk about that all the time. They want to move because the yard maintenance is too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a really good deal that maybe their house is paid for, you know, this, you know, but they don't want to mow the yard anymore. And I'm like, how much is it to hire somebody to mow the yard? Exactly. You know or snow blow. Yes. yes. That changed my life where I'm like, I don't mind mowing. But somebody else needs to come and do this driveway right? on the bad mm-hmm. days. And then once I found a person, it made my life that so much easier. easier. I'm all like, indeed. yeah, I'm like, this is why you, you're cool now. And it is and it is cost effective. And I think maybe we don't think about that sometimes, that it's okay to have a team. But you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. when, when you've done something so long that mm-hmm. you hate so bad, um, whatever it is, you know what right. I'm saying? You, you've just decided in your mind that this, that, or the other thing, I can't stand it no more. Right. And I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. And this is my line in the sand. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. And, you know, you just, it, there's no amount of rationale from anybody, not your, your best friend, your mama, your mortgage person. Nobody's going to tell you nothing. You've had it. <laughs> right. right. And yeah. so those people, you just say, I, I hear you. I yes. honor you. We will do it your way. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is, you know, because customer is boss. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, and I'm the same way. You know, it's like I want something and it's like, yeah, somebody can say, well, what about this? Hmm. And you're like, I don't want to hear it. No, I've already decided. You know, it's kind of like once, you know, you guys probably the same way. Once you decide, you decide it's kind of like maybe a one percent chance that that's going to get changed Mm -hmm. in your head. You Mm -hmm. know, so no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, organizing, right? right. Where is this going to go in the cover? Right. No, you know, don't go there. <laughs> Why? Because I've That's already imagined it. Oh my gosh, I, that is the 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 day to day in my house right now because I think things go a certain way, and my kiddo thinks things go a different way, and it is just 
it is a constant struggle. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm going, no, it goes here. And he looked at me like, that is not where that goes. And we just have major differences on where we think things should go in the house. I'm and just, that is fascinating. Yeah, right now, is. That that's our biggest why thing back that? and forth. Exactly. Because I'm looking at him like, why do you think this goes here? And he can't really articulate to me why. But clearly he's decided that they go there. And there are certain things that we every day, I move it, he moves it back. I move it, he moves it. Because there's certain things where I'm going, I can't stand it being here. And so it's just funny that there's certain things that just hardwired into funny. your brain. And so, you so know. So what, what, for instance? Like my bathrobe. Uh, my bathrobe lives on a hook on in my room on the door. He thinks that's a bad idea. So he literally takes the bathrobe and the hook <laughs> off the door and puts it over on this little ottoman that I have in my bedroom. And it's in a pile over there on the ottoman. <laughs> Much better. Exactly. <laughs> you can see it. He's like, it's over there. It looks like a nice, comfy pile. That's where that goes. And I'm like, no, it needs to be out of the way on the hook. So I literally have to take the hook from the place that he positions it on my dresser, put the hook back over the door, put the thing back. And I'm like, it goes here. And he looked at me like, for now. So I have a story. Until you walk away. I have a story about organization, and I love this topic, so we should talk about it more often. But Mm -hmm. So I have a a friend that that I work with a lot, and she's helped me organize my own house, right? And so every so often, I'll need assistance to get things, you know, fixed back up again. But anyway, one time she was working with me, and want to know what she found? What? She, She found a camera in my bag that I had from a convention. Oh, wow. Yes, that's a funny thing to lose, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you weren't wondering, I wonder where those pictures went. <laughs> I can't find my camera anywhere. Time to buy another one. Right. Yeah, right? So, and you're like, I got a whole nother bag. Shoot. That is just... <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with this camera? Right. I'm missing a pair of glasses because he does not like where I keep my glass cases on my dresser in my room. Hmm. So he puts stuff away. And I know that they're put away. And they're just like, it's just fascinating. Like there are things, it's very disorienting Yeah. where you know you put something away Mm -hmm. and then you come back and it's not there. And I don't live with ghosts. I live with a complicated 13 year old. (laughs) Right, right. right. And you know what else? Somehow I've got a problem with that I've discovered over the last several weeks is marbles. I have, you have like a decorative, like ones that live the, around you know, plants those little or? crystal marbles yes. that you put her into a bowl, uh-huh. like glassies and yes. shooters and all of that. <laughs> what I don't the think she's playing with them. I think that <laughs> you, I've got ones? a million dollars worth of marbles up in there. Yeah, no, I don't know what is happening with that. I, I'm going to have to see a psychotherapist. Very much so. Or what you could do is you can buy a second home and you can put it all in the second <laughs> home because that's part of what we're going to cover today is well, how you can get yourself a second home and a lake home specifically. Mm-hmm. So that would be the decor in your lake home. <laughs> is that you can have all of the the the. But I can't looking- have shells, which I also have a bin of <laughs> yeah. those that I've collected throughout my lifetime that Just I can't seem a, to part with. Put them in a baggie together, shake them up. It'll be shells. I'm and bringing marbles. shells to everybody I know That's this right. year for Christmas. Oh That's what's going to happen. That's and awesome. marbles. Don't right. be surprised. <laughs> okay, I know what's coming. I'm gonna shake the box and be like, "Thank you, Mimi." There so, you go. So we are going to cover all of that. Give you some great information. It's also a great day if you just have some questions on can. Can I sell my house? How can I do this? What do I do next? What is the process to start doing this and moving towards home ownership? You should call us. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Michelle here with our friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results, also with Miss Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans. Reminding you again, you can be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. Okay, I'm just going to give everybody a little bit of quick stats and then we're going to run into Lake Properties. Yes. Which Everybody loves to talk about, especially Miss Shelley here. Indeed. Um, she's got a world of wisdom that, where that's concerned. So our new listings for the Twin Cities decreased. Uh, we've got 1,700-plus uh, new listings. Our pending sales went down uh, about 1,400. Inventory's down again, 26%. Um, for the month of June, our median sales price increased almost 15% to $350,000. Wow. A days on market are down 52% to only 20 days. Okay. We'll talk about that, Shelly. Yeah. How is that possible? How is it possible? And our percent of original list price that our sellers are getting is 104.1%. Wow. That's amazing. 4.1 over ask on the average. average. So wow. when we are, if this was a quote unquote normal year, would this be a time <laughs> of year when uh, sales would be down anyway, or would it normally be booming right now? Well, so keep in mind that this data is from June. Okay. And so that June is historically the busiest month ever, May and June. Okay. Very, very busy. Now people are talking about August. So here we are in August. And so what is normal in a pandemic year? Um, nobody knows. Okay. Um, normally we do see slowdown in August for two different reasons. Uh, back to school is happening. People are trying to get their last minute vacations before that happens. And the fair. Yes. You know, there's a lot of people that use that as a time to take off and, and vacation with uh, themselves and their friends. And, um, so that is coming up in this month. Yes. And so normally in a normal market, August is a little bit slower. So don't panic if that's the case, but mm-hmm. we are seeing it trending to being slower right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we do only have still 1.2 months of inventory okay. for the whole metro and consider five to six months is normal. So we are, you know, a fraction of what is normal. So we still are in an extraordinarily strong seller's market. Okay. Um, so just know that that's what we're up against. Um, new construction, they just can't build it fast enough uh, right. because we've got about 15 years of slow building. You right. have to keep in mind that when the market was hit the bottom, that many builders went out of business. Um, so many skilled laborers had to go find different types of work. Um, they can't find skilled laborers. There's not enough of them around anymore. And then they're they're working hard to find, everybody's working hard to find labor. Right. And so there's just nothing that we can do to increase the speed of new construction. And we've talked about, when you're looking at that skilled labor, it's a lot of the same thing in other things where it's going, well, you just need... Uh, uh, something a remodel going on in your property then that's the same a similar pool if you're looking at your roof or your windows or your any of these other things we have that construction labor pool that's diffused through all of those things yes and they're still looking for well we can't find enough people to do all of these things so exactly be a patient human being yes. on these things and find the right team be patient strategize ahead of time and hopefully the universe will help you and repay you for your patience. <laughs> and pray. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelly. Shelly is a lake homeowner. I am. Bancy. We are all jealous yeah. of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelly, so close your eyes 
and tell me what was the number one thing of importance to you when you decided you wanted a lake home just off the cuff so um uh location for for us it was uh we wanted it to be um close to where we lived that that was the number one thing my husband does not dig long drives so or he didn't want traffic to, what counts as close <laughs> so you know I, I to close to me was within two hours of where we lived. Close to him was within an hour, and I thought really? he was absolutely nuts. That's basically we building another house in the backyard. To Peter, <laughs> and, Mary, and we are forty-one minutes door to door from our house to our. That cabin. is that seems a lot of house to clean, right? I'm yes. just telling her you should just move. Yeah. yeah, agree into the lake home. Yes. So I think that's interesting, just from a demographic standpoint. So since he wanted something so close, how did you reconcile that it's just really a hop, skip, and a jump, and now we have two houses? this close to each other you know they i mean the kids are older now it's everything's easier now we, okay. we what, what what we ended up doing and i we will talk about that too is we ended up we bought a cabin yes and we dozed over the cabin and built a lake home okay. <laughs> that's what we ended up Did doing you know? so yes. yeah it was over Did that a hurt your feelings time. to crush a perfectly um, good no, cabin absolutely no no <laughs> that we hear a lot like we've talked we've had callers call in and talk about that mm-hmm. and and I think, I think it depends on what you have. And Mimi's <laughs> talked about it from both perspectives, where it's like if you're selling it, you have to it devoid yourself from the, the well, that was my home and I liked it because somebody like Shelly probably is going to come in and bulldoze mm-hmm. that house. And, and you just lived in that thing. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, like, that was oh, awesome. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. we, we had it for 15 years before we dozed it over. So uh-huh. we enjoyed it as it was. And it just over deferred maintenance it just got to a point where it's like okay this is no it. amount of money is going to get it where get you want it to go this. i should have bulldozed my house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I didn't know, know it that, at the maybe. time <laughs> all i've done is fork on that thing um poor house poor yeah. yes um but okay so location was number one number yes. one but okay. everything else kind of fell in line so we we it was an odd set of circumstances that we even happened upon this property, but it really important things to us was because we had little kids, location that was huge, and then um, I didn't want a big, huge, long, steep, whatever to walk down to get down to my boat on the lake. I would I wanted it to be gradual. I didn't want stairs. I you know my mom was going to be getting up in years, and we wanted her to be able to enjoy it too. And going down big stairs wasn't going to be right. long term, you know, uh, attainable for her. So, um, so that was huge for us. And then um, we we really wanted a boathouse. That was really important to us too. So we'd have what some is place a boathouse? So that's having your own like. Near the dock, you mean there's a place? Right. There's a okay. little garage, basically, okay. for a boat or a jet ski or kayaks or gotcha. just equipment okay. stuff that you need on a dock. So your boathouse, let's just describe it. Is it like the kind that you, from the lake, drive into and it, it's like a little a garage over and above it? Yes. Okay. That's But it doesn't have water under it, so we have to pull the boat up in, onto the shore. So it's like a little garage on the shore. But yes, there's a little cement driveway. There's, yeah. Okay, so that saves you from having to store it in the winter elsewhere? Yeah, yeah. we have a garage now on the house that we rebuilt or whatever, and that's where we store the other stuff. There's okay. just stuff. You accumulate stuff. Fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. And people Quite give so. you things. Oh, you need this. Like, do I? <laughs> Not always. Yeah, <laughs> I have people that try to give me stuff, and I go, thank you. Really? And I thought I of to... you this weekend. I thought, Miss Shanna, she could use some marbles for sure. No! Oh, no. I'm thinking this jar of marbles. The only I'll, thing, I'll put a ribbon on it. And you we've love it. talked about this. The that only thing funny. I'm willing to take from your house <laughs> are some of your perennials. 
Okay. Well, Next time you're splitting up your perennials, I will take those. I do not need you're marbles. You're gonna regret saying that. <laughs> yeah, right? No, exactly. I got plenty of room for and perennials. Soon. I'll take your perennials. I'll even come help you dig them up. Mm, okay. Everything else you and keep. I'll put some pr- marbles. There you go. <laughs> it's just gonna be in the bottom of the it, bag. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it helps she, with the water distribution. She snuck <laughs> them in on me. She snuck them in. No, but in all seriousness, you know. So the things that I think about that are important is water. The mm-hmm. water. So mm-hmm. did you do a lot of research as you should have done? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. my, my husband did. My husband's the research guy in our house. And mm-hmm. so he, the lake that we're on has, um, like it's really, really deep in some spots. It's really shallow in others. So it's a lot of ecosystems are supported. We've got deer and bear and raccoons and muskrats and bear. everything uh-huh. you could possibly. Yeah, I know. Just recently, yeah, there was a bear encounter not oh, long goodness. ago. That's but awesome. you know, you learn a lot about Minnesota wildlife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how do I act like this? Because I'm glad that I'm here and you're over there. Right. And how do we keep yes. that okay? Just watch the show alone. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I'll teach you everything you need to know to uh, to get rid of the bears. Okay. And the first thing is hey bear. Okay. I yes. learned that mm-hmm. from that show. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hey bear. Mm-hmm. Hey bear. Nice to see you. I acknowledge you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So water, that's important. Yes. And so there's there's like different things that you need to know about the water. First of all, you need to know what your, your rights are to okay. the water. Who actually owns that right. water? Um, because you might be surprised to think, um, I have a little segment of water that I might own. Right. But maybe the city owns it and then they oh. get to control what they do with your right. water. So you want to make sure that you research what your riparian uh, rights are. Okay. Oh, How riparian like rights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fancy. Yes, it is. Using fancy, fancy words. Fancy. Um, but not, not only that, but, you know, you some lakes might have bacteria issues going on. I'm not going to say any lakes that I might know, mm-hmm. but wouldn't it be a bummer mm-hmm. if you bought a lake home because you were so excited about the house and the view, but you then found out that your dog or yourself couldn't go into right. the water because it was people were, you know, getting sick or, mm-hmm. or passing. Oh my. Everything's Giardia. Not yes. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a problem. And water's important. So when we come back, let's talk a little bit about the lake bottom. All right. And you can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results and our friend Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans. Okay, so... We are having a ton of fun, and who doesn't love to talk about lake homes or yes. riverfront homes or waterfront homes or beach homes, Florida, everywhere you want to go? You know, I really like talking about it, but it always, I, I, I like to hear the perspective of a good friend like Shelly, because it also, to me, sounds like a lot of work. Mm. And so, you know, are there different responsibilities that you, we've talked about the the due diligence that you need to look into before you buy a lake mm-hmm. home. But what else do I need to know? Like, are there different, does is it, do it, does it require a lot of winterizing? Do I have to care, take care about the dot? Like what's my responsibility by having this one? We already said, I don't want to go out and mow some days or I don't want to do that. What do I have to do if I have a lake home? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you want to think about winterizing it for sure. Okay. If you're not going to be up there when it's cold exactly. or if it's three season, which right. um, then you want to make sure that's taken care of. But there's lots of things to consider. Um, for instance, uh, if, if you, 
aren't up there every single week, you want to have some sort of thermostat control where you can monitor that from oh, your phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you want to talk to your HVAC person about that and see what can be retrofitted for that. Because if something happens to your furnace when you're not up there and you don't know about it, even though you've done all the, the things of getting it prepared for winter, Things happen. Right. And especially if you don't have somebody that's close by that can can go and check on it for you, because if it's an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it is, it's not exactly like you, in an emergency. You can just get Pop after up it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to think about the making sure just like you did getting all your vendors lined up. Making right. sure you've got your electrician, your plumber, your HVAC. Um, a house cleaner, mm-hmm. a mower, a, a snow shoveler, right? All of those things. Um, an ice rink maker, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you know. I don't want to do that myself. Do they have that? No, <laughs> I've seen I it. You, awesome. I bet you they've got people. I can see that being part you of the know they do. If they yeah, have snow, sure. re- I bet you some snow removal companies like, and we'll do your ice rink. Yes. There's yeah. got to be. Yeah. There's always somebody. If they haven't, it. that's a marketing there idea. You go. <laughs> I've seen the little signs on the corner that said, we'll make an ice rink for you that's in your awesome. backyard. Ah, yeah, see, cute. well done. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing that, machine, and I see that. Not as a part-time <laughs> job. As a gift, I'll give you some marbles. <laughs> so, um, with a ribbon. Hey, like, they'll just be around in Maybe the ice. Maybe some shells. Oh, yeah, be cool. Here's actually. what you can do with the marble. I'm going to redo my driveway, so when uh. you give me that. Okay. I'll put them in the concrete when I redo oh, when I redo the the walkways cute. at my house. There'll be marbles. I'll be like, those are from my friend. I think that's a trip hazard right there. <laughs> no, we'll Why embed them. Me? We'll embed them into the concrete walkway. Oh, okay. Fancy. <laughs> There's the word again. I'm going. Uh, so I want to go on comedy tour with you one just you one time. Me. I we'll got no jokes. So I'll just be your. But side you got person. marbles. That's it. You got marbles. How do you make that fun? You know how hard it is for people to keep their marbles? It's difficult. (laughs) Like, we spend all our time losing our marbles. You got so many, you're giving them to other people. That's where we're at. Mm, (laughs) All right. The bottom of the lake. Why is that important, Miss Shelley? Well, because sometimes you have to touch it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Sometimes if if your fantasy is bass fishing, Mm -hmm. um, and that is a fantasy of many people Mm -hmm. I've heard. Um, you want to know what's going on down there, mm-hmm. especially okay. when you're getting out of your boat. Now, discuss me to get out in those weeds and put Ooh. your feet in the thing. Okay. Um, but that's just because I'm not from here originally. Um, but is it hard? I've heard there right. is. And there's sand. Bottoms and sand and rocky gravel, and mud, mushy and weeds. Yes. There's I think all different kinds. Gravel would be worse than weeds. Yeah. Mm. But weeds are great for fish. Right. I've heard that. Exactly. And weeds and like trunks tree yes, trunks yes and things that have have you know like boats that have sank right that they you can, can hide dive in there around. and there's shadowy wow, areas okay. or whatever we have a neighbor that like cleans their weeds out every how how with do a they rake. do it? no yeah she's out there all the time working she uh. is a hard working weed whipper. <laughs> a hard working <laughs> lake weeder lake weeder exactly. okay well we, does it give you, does it give you do goals? Or I was gonna say, does it give know. you goals, or does it make you go, "You're doing too much"? I just, I just, <laughs> we just watch. It's like, dang, there's a cocktail. <laughs> okay, look at her work. <laughs> so that makes me hot and sweaty right yes, now thinking exactly. about it. I don't want to take if that's gonna be where I, you know, retire or vacation. 
think about it. I mean, you might be up there working yeah. like Shelly does. Yeah. She comes in here, she's sweating. Oh, that's right. That's what happens. All right, no, Shelly. That's my unplugged place. Let's talk about mortgages for late places. We oh, won't yes. spend much time on it, but you do those, don't you? Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Those are second home mortgages is what you'd be looking to do. Okay. And they require um, down payment differences. You know, you can't do a 3% down payment conventional loan, but you can do a 5 depending on your credit score or for sure a 10% down. You could get a home equity line of credit for your existing home to use for that down payment and closing costs. You could do a cash out refi now if you haven't refinanced yet to be able to get your money for your down payment for your lake home. All kinds of different places to get money. Okay. And so you can reach Shelly with Caliber Home Loans. How can they get you, Shelly? My Cell phone's the best, mm-hmm. 612-839-6918. Keep, keep that in mind when you're on the weekend and you know she's at the lake. Just <laughs> yeah. buzz her. Yeah, do send that. Send her a bunch of texts <laughs> to your cell phone. But, but if you're at your friend's also, lake and yeah. you're like enjoying it and you're thinking, dang, let me start one. this. You should come and be my neighbor. Yes. Maybe. That's great, though, because especially, you know, Shelly, when you talk about it, Mimi, you're the same way, too, where you guys are both like, we're accessible to work around other people's schedules. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as much as we kid, it is, you know, we can work from and do work from all over the place. I was sent two pre-approval letters at nine o'clock last night, yeah. Saturday night. You got to do gotta that because you need, you need them when you need them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you're looking for lake property, we have connections with realtors around the country and also here in the state. Uh, and it doesn't matter what lake you're talking about. We can connect you with them. All you have to do is either email us, Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com, or you can text the word lake or mortgage to 651-578-2218. Okay, so I think that uh, just give a final plug for our beautiful DNR. Uh, You can get lots of really great information about lakes, um, including what their bottoms are, what their fish is, all that kind of good stuff at dnr.state.mn.us front slash lake find. Okay. Um, so when you were thinking about Shelly looking for your lake home, so clearly recreation mm-hmm. is top of a lot of people's minds. You know, what can you actually do on the lake that you're thinking about? You know, it's one thing if you just want to sit there and look at it, because then it doesn't matter. Right. But if you think you're going to put a boat in it. Right. As a boat owner, mm-hmm. what sorts of things should people be considering? So, you know what? Well, yeah, exactly. Like you said, Mimi, what are you going to do? So so we're not fisher people. That's just not okay. what we do. We don't get a fishing license ever. Mm-hmm. We, plenty of people fish. So we right. lots have lots of fish on the lake. There's lots of fishing tournaments even on our lake. And okay. that's fun to watch. But mm-hmm. for us, it's mostly recreational. Right. So we're going to go out boating, skiing, tubing, kayaking, you know, what's the paddle boarding, okay. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that we do. We have one of those big styrofoam lily pad things and the oh. kids swim. We okay. go park out in the middle of the lake and they jump off and swim or whatever. But we don't do the fishing part. So we're okay. not as plugged into that network. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's think about that. So I don't know what your riparian rights are, but... Um, how do you determine where you can put your lily pad in your boat? Right. How do you know that that's your stuff, that you can do that? So so we don't just go on our property. We just go out into the middle of the lake. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so just it drop just, it. Yeah, and just drop it there. I mean, with a tow rope or whatever on it so it doesn't float away. But yeah, 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 yeah. They're big and popular now. I don't know. Very Why popular. did we not invent these, ladies? Like two-inch thick styrofoam piece. 
Is so there ever great. like when you have a community that's on like your neighbors? Mm-hmm. Does it ever turn into no? You're too close to my house in the oh. lake, or or how do you determine Mm-mm. all of that? Mm-mm. Okay, we all right. share the okay. lake, kind of. Yeah, like there was a time period you have uh, in a note here, Mimi, me, me about when it's high. So the, the lake was really high uh, about two years ago, and so then there was no wake zones, and then people got heated about you're going too fast, you're going use too much of a wake. Too, mm-hmm. the, so then they kind of get uppity about that stuff. Gotcha. But outside of that, people are pretty much like chill. We're, like, we're lucky to be yeah. on a lake. Let's just exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so some of the larger lakes, I would say, get a lot of boat and watercraft traffic. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that you might not have thought about if you haven't ever lived on a lake. And so if you're if your goal, especially when you're looking to chill, you can't wait to get up there and then you see like all these people ripping and roaring in front of your house and you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Because different lakes have different cultures. Is that how it is? Well, I just some lakes are more popular than others. And okay. so some of them have the more acreage. So there's more, you know, there's longer distances where people can run their boats. Right. And faster. Um, pulling people, skis, things like that, jet skis, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so you want to make sure that you know how many lake acres that there are right. and how deep the lake actually is. So that makes a big difference. Great point. And really so, good point. Yeah. So make sure that you do do check on that because um, lakes that might have a high ratio of acres might be too weedy for skiing or some other, you know, recreational types of mm-hmm. things. Okay. And you want to make sure that you are checking all of that out. Uh, for instance, uh, some of the larger lakes like Malax or Leech Lake have large unprotected surface areas mm-hmm. that enable the wind to kind of go across the, the area really fast. Um, and they work up to like huge, like four or five feet waves. And so what is that going to do for you? And we've also seen the ice uh, crashing in. Have yes. you seen that? Mm-hmm. Ice tsunamis, they're called. Yes. I just saw this on the Weather Channel and they were uh, um, highlighting Isle, Minnesota, right on Lake Mille Lacs. And it's like, oh Which it goes gosh. right over the, I saw it go right over the road. Yes. That, you know, that yeah. one way. It crashes mm-hmm. into into the townhomes yes. that were parked or built really closely to mm-hmm. the lake. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about insurance, Shelley. Mm-hmm. So when you called to get your insurance policy for your lake home, what were some of your concerns that you wanted to make sure that you talked over with your insurance agent that make sure that that was covered? Right. So for me, uh, because I'm in mortgage, uh, flood insurance was a big okay. concern because it can be very expensive. It depends on what le- uh, level of flood insurance you need. And that's based off of where you are in the flood plain, the 100-year flood plain. And whether or not you're on a big, huge cliff that overlooks the water that's way down there or you're on the same level, oftentimes doesn't matter. You're just categorized as the same kind of flood insurance and it's a little expensive. It's probably on the average of a hundred to two hundred dollars more per month for flood insurance okay. than just your regular insurance, which you still have to have your regular insurance. So this is in, in addition. addition to. Okay. Well, when we come back, let's continue talking just a little bit about that, and then let's talk about the lake levels and our drought this summer. And you can also be part of the show. Call us at six five one six four one one zero seven one, or we'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Well, 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com and available in the MyTalk app. Make sure you find that in your favorite app store. I'm Miss Shannon. Here with me, Michelle Newman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group, and also Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans and also Lake Home owner uh so i am enjoying your stories because i feel like i don't need the pressure of, <laughs> of keeping track of it you know kind of thing so i'm glad that uh, you know you're giving very realistic but also joyous uh examples 100 of, of having that invitations yes, yes invitations that's I like what you it. need there you I like go. exactly we'll help you vacuum the kitchen okay okay oh, yeah. perfect there perfect. You go. Mm-hmm. there's always help and okay. I, yeah. you welcome that. I'll do the dishes after you grill. I hope I, I, bu- I don't I mind cleaning time up. with my kids. That's what I feel like I bought. That's, that makes sense. That was really what it was. It wasn't necessarily a lake property. That makes sense. It was time because they get in a whole nother dimension when we get up there. My kid would. You're right. My kid would enjoy that mm-hmm. when I do like do like a, a rent somebody's cabin and mm-hmm. we go hang out. Yeah. She does for a weekend. He's always very happy. Mm-hmm. So, OK, that does make mm-hmm. sense. I read a very cool story. It's not got anything to do with lakes, but mm-hmm. it was a gentleman that was lonely after his wife had passed away and he decided that he was going to put a pool into his yard and he was going to invite all of the neighbors to come and swim in his pool just so he would have company and i thought that is the most beautiful and brilliant idea i've ever heard indeed and the other thing is that now you can like airbnb your pool can you i didn't know yeah so there's an organization there's a company that you can do it and it's not like there's certain states are like maybe not um, but yeah. you can, like, you can rent it out by the hour and you sakes. can put yourself, you know, put it out there. And it's something that started recently. And it's funny. I think there's, you know, there's places in Minnesota that it is allowed. Wisconsin is thinking about shutting it down and making oh. it sound like, well, if you're going to make your pool available to other people, we're going to treat you like a public pool. So you got to have all these things. Oh, wow. Right. So they're like, well, that defeats no. the purpose. Oh, but here in Minnesota, in. you can find this whole, this, you can find it and you can rent people's pool. And it's the same thing that some people have been saying, well, we barely used it or we used it right. periodically. And so now we feel really good that some families can come and use it as well. Mm. Especially when we're dealing with everything now where you're like, well, how public do I want to be when I hang out? But I still want some place I can go with my family. And it's so, outdoors. Yeah. And it's outdoors. And, yeah. and so, yeah. So so there's a there's a company that does that. That's cool to know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's also the same with your lake property. I'm sure you know people are dropping hints. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my, Shelley. <laughs> you're Not going you to lake this it. weekend. Yeah, right, I just yeah. got a uh, you yeah. know nice bag of Orida French fries yeah. from Costco. <laughs> And I ain't got nothing to do with those French fries. What are you doing? Would you like some fries this weekend? Right, yes, yes. Okay. We do. We do host a lot of parties up there. And that's, (laughs) I love, love, love that too. That is, that's the joy of my, yeah, no doubt. That's my unplug. I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about advantages and disadvantages Mm. of your property location placement Mm. on the lake. So everybody's got a, you know, there are different views, obviously, um, do, what are, in your opinion, and let's just say from your children's opinion, mm-hmm. what are some of the advantages and disadvantages of your placement on the lake? So, um, you know, the weeds, they don't, they won't, won't swim right out off our dock or whatever, cause it's weedy and it's yucky and I wouldn't either if I were them. So that is the downside. But when they were growing up, it was fantastic because it was only a foot deep outside of our dock. So when I had little kids and they would be running on the dock and they'd accidentally fall off the dock, there wasn't this panic of drowned. I remember Jim like walking behind Angela. She was about maybe two walking down the dock. She just like a two year old would just kind of fall off. 
back. And, and he just, without even missing a step, just grabbed the back of her life jacket, pulled her back on the, on the like, dock, and we just done. kept on walking. Yeah, exactly. yeah and I was done. watching the whole thing from so the So you the had cabin. a no diving sign yeah, right. at the yeah, end of your exactly dock. Do right. not dive off of this. But so. outside of that, I mean... You know, now that the lakes are low, mm-hmm. it's harder because okay. it is shallow in our area. So it's even shallower in our area. So what's the buzz amongst the neighbors and the your HOA, if there is one, about these, you know, things that you can't control? Mm-hmm. You None of us can control the drought. And it isn't. It's, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the drought is one thing. But then also if the aquifer underneath the lake has a problem, you know, that's a whole different set of problems. But what's the buzz amongst your neighbors? What are they saying about so it? So they're upset because we, it was high before. I shared this with you in the last segment. And um, it, it was determined via the association that we have on the lake that the reason why the lake was so high and getting higher was because of this massive beaver dam that was blocking one of the tributaries from our lake and we have a we're on a very large lake it's 1600 acres adjoined via channel to another 1600 acre lake it's Mm -hmm. very large five islands etc and so the dnr didn't feel comfortable removing these this beaver dam but for whatever reason they gave a permit to some fellas yes to do that and um they were of the opinion that it was really too high and they were on that side of the lake and so they took out more of the beaver dam than they were permitted to and they are they chose the ask you know for forgiveness instead of ask for permission and now it's really low okay so now the talk is we need to do something about this we need to like maybe bring some cement blocks in for more of a you know, damaged site because it's really low on our side. So we could have just left the beavers alone. It could be. Just do that. I know. The beavers were just chilling. (laughs) I was like, exactly. Need to live someplace too. Honestly, bring the back. The beavers were cool. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Beavers. Beavers right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. got no problem with them. Right. Exactly. Um, so, so, so that's a that's what the talk is on our lake. Is you know we shouldn't be pumping water from the lake to water our lawns, but okay, you know that's allowed in the bylaws right now, but it needs to be changed or it needs to be you know common sense. Okay, so, so here's yeah. a real random question: Can you drink? water from your lake i think it with 700 filters but yeah <laughs> it's allowable yeah it's and, allowable but yeah. it, it it's something that you should take with caution indeed and get okay. the right filters right exactly okay, so there's, it, there's stuff in there that you yeah. don't want to drink okay, but so, our water comes from an aquifer okay so you deep. have a well yes yes okay and so anything that that you can advise folks about wells and things to consider go deep yep. okay yep because shallow wells right now are a problem people's water is is also, you know, it's not just that your right. lake water, but I can't take a shower anymore. I mean, I can because our ours right. is so deep. But how deep is yours? Two hundred feet. Two hundred feet. It's really okay. It's okay. really and yeah, so far. when you're so, buying it, you want to know. That's exactly one right. of the things you want to have a well. You know, the well water test to make sure. Did what, you have to sink that, or did you expand on the one you had, or we it was already fine? Yeah, they yeah, ours was already fine. And when okay. we rebuilt, when we dozed it over and rebuilt about five years ago, then they punched another hole would you happen to recall how much it is per foot to go down i don't recall but i do remember that when we built everything was five thousand dollars okay all right that makes sense that makes sense i don't care every time that builder opened his mouth it was was another five grand yeah Mm -hmm. well now i do have a lot of people that ask me the orientation of properties is it on the east facing Mm. is it on the south facing on the west facing 
that they didn't teach that in, in Kentucky. So <laughs> I have to have a compass to answer that question. Um, so if your house or cabin's located located on the east, you're probably going to have a great sunset. Right. Okay. Um, if your house is on the west, you're probably going to have some good sunrises. Right. And so. Those sorts of things can affect value. Exactly. And so depending. And sellability. And okay. sellability. Yes. So things like that. You you know, what is also in your view? Do you have just a, a like a half of a house that you have to look around to see the lake? Yeah, you see the water, but your neighbor's house is also there too. Does that affect your value? Yes, it does. Gotcha. And so you want to make sure that you're really paying attention to these things right. because in a, in a heated market and you're trying to make decisions fast, you may not have a lot of time to think about it. So what you want to start doing is researching the lakes that you actually like, the distance that you'd be willing to commute. Have your data on the on the water and the lakes already done before you start looking. Great advice. And then let's all go look at lake properties. Indeed. Right. So let's remind everybody how to get a hold of you. So Shelly, you go first. Oh, 612-839-6918. And my and friend Mimi. Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com. You can also find us, look for us on our website, MyTalk1071.com. Keyword, Red Hot. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. Hey. 